Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Flavor of the Week, brought to you by Banditos, fresh, made daily. In Flavor of the Week, Kyle sits down with one of our local priests over four different episodes to sample variations of a favorite food or drink while they discuss the ins and outs of life as a priest. This is Kyle Hyman. I'm here with Monsignor Bob Schulte for Flavor of the Week, part three, as we try some ice cream and learn a little bit about his priesthood. Uh, so far, you've been pretty happy with the things. I think things might get a little different here. The first two were regular ice cream. They were both delicious. Uh, you gave the first one, the salted caramel, a 10. And then the the chocolate, uh, kind of Rocky Road kind of a thing, yeah. was a, a 9, I think you said. Right, right. At least yeah. a 9. Yeah. Uh, now we've got a gelato. It's like a pistachio mm-hmm. gelato. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't really know what pistachio tastes like. Oh, really? Oh, okay. It's got a di- very distinct taste. Describe. It doesn't taste like the nuts, though. Oh, really? Oh, Do you yeah. think? No, I don't, I'm not real familiar with the nuts. I guess most of the pistachio I've ever had has been ice <laughs> cream. Been ice cream. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about gelato in general? Oh, I like gelato. It's it's a whole different taste. The first gelato I ever had was in I was in Rome, you know, several years ago, twenty years ago, anyway. Uh-huh. And it was just kind of on a street corner. You know, you see this little gelato. I said, "Oh, try this out." And I said, "Oh, wow, this is really kind of neat. This whole different kind of taste from ice cream. It's just a really." Uh, distinctive. I, I I like it. I like gelato once in a while. Are you a connoisseur that. of ice cream? You <laughs> got a, a distinguished consum- palate. I'm, I'm a consumer. <laughs> All right. Let, like it's one to... of my favorite snacks, I guess, is ice cream. <laughs> I really like ice cream. <laughs> oh, that's very different than what we just had. Yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's good. Oh, yeah. Do you ever get pistachio? Once ice cream. In a while. Once in a while. Yep. You ever get gelato? No. Oh. I mean, this is the first time I ever had pistachio gelato. Oh. I don't, I don't get gelato too much. I guess I'm. This is uh, creamier than uh, most of the gelatos I'm familiar with. Yeah, it's kind of. It's got bit. the nuts in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you like you like nuts? I get. <laughs> I, I didn't. I was just kind of <laughs> randomly picking some. I thought it would be interesting. Oh yeah. Yeah, the rocks. Yeah, um, <laughs> right. So last time we were talking about building the parish of Saint Elizabeth Ann Seton in Fort Wayne. Two and a half years, did you say? Yeah, two and a half years from when the parish. Or two, two two years nine months from the time we started meeting officially as a parish, uh-huh. January first of nineteen eighty eight, and we moved into the church in September of nineteen ninety. So about. Two years, nine months. That was pretty quick because yeah. we had to we had to organize committees. We had to get a building committee. We had to get a, a fundraising committee. And we had to raise funds <laughs> right. and you know, and then hire an architect and and uh, get the building underway. It took about a year to build and uh-huh. know, to see that. Uh, but it was an exciting time. It was good. Was and, it stressful? Um, it's funny. <laughs> there was one time. Had a man going through my RCA. The RCA we met in the library of Haverhill School because we didn't really have a place to meet. <laughs> uh-huh. and we had about six or seven people in the RCA. One of them was six like, or seven people going through our RCA, and you didn't even have a church. Yeah, right. That's, that's exactly. pretty good. Yeah. And one of them was a uh, was a cardiologist, and I told him one time, I said, "I'm having these palpitations. These really my heart rapid heartbeat, you know." So he uh-huh. saw me and. He put me on a monitor, and they did some tests. And he said, "You know, I think you, I think it's just uh, 
you know, got to cut out. Don't drink any uh, coffee with caffeine. Oh, wow. Um, chocolate, like an ice cream, like uh-huh. <laughs> we had a, last time. And then, um, and you don't smoke. Well, I wasn't smoking at the time. And so, and he said, you know, you just got too much excitement in your life. You don't need any more, <laughs> anything else to jack your heart yeah. up. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so I pretty much stayed away from it from then. And I haven't had any more trouble. That was the only thing I've ever had. I know what they call that stress for the building, but I mean, there was a lot going on in my life yeah. at that point, trying to you know juggle all that stuff. And but it was an exciting time, and and the parish was growing too. We started out, I think, with like three hundred and households or something like that, and and it really uh, grew as we built the church. We got the church built, and then it, it grew. We built a uh, a rectory eventually, uh, and then. We acquired some more land. Mm-hmm. We only had about 10 acres to start out with, and we ended up 23 acres, I think, when we got done. And then uh, built the rectory, and then after that, we had to build onto the church, onto the, because we didn't have enough classroom space, and yeah. so we had to build classrooms. And, and we were, the school, we were, our students were going to St. Joseph's School, so they were being bused over there, uh-huh. and St. Joseph was, was running out of room. And so we built some classrooms on our site that could also be used for religious ed. We had a huge religious ed program. I mean, like four or 500 kids in religious ed. It was bigger than the number of kids in Catholic school, you know? Sure. So we built some classrooms. We moved kindergarten, first, second grade. I think it was just those three grades over to, to our campus. So it was called St. Joe, St. Elizabeth Ann Seton school. And it was a joint school. So uh, that's the way we kind of accommodated the growth of the kids and everything. So, huh. And allow them to uh, have the, the Catholic education available for those kids that wanted it, you know. Then it was about that time, it was about the year 2000, and that's when I was asked by the uh, Bishop Darcy to, uh, to start as the role of Vicar General of the Diocese and to become Rector of the Cathedral downtown. So I moved in... I did take a, a sabbatical in 99, which was kind of, it was a, a kind of fortuitous, uh, it was just a time in my life when I didn't have any responsibilities. My uh, my mother had died and an aunt that I was taking care of uh, pretty regularly had died. Hmm. And so it was a time when I could kind of get away for three months. And so I took a sabbatical to the Holy Land, which was really neat. Went yeah. to Greece and Israel and Egypt and Jordan and and just spent a lot of time there and, and went to like 65 sites in the Holy Land. So it was just really great to get a sense and living in the Holy Land, you know, living right outside of Jerusalem. Uh-huh. And uh, so that was a great thing. I came back and <laughs> Bishop, I just got back in, in December and the Bishop in, I think in February says, I want to talk to you and, <laughs> and you know, he wanted me to, to move down to the cathedral. So. So it was good. And I think the sabbatical, the thing that about that, being in Israel, it really, you never preach the word of God the same. I mean, when you read the mm. gospels and you read scripture, it just takes on a whole new meaning when you've been there and you kind of know the culture and you kind of know the Mideast uh, mindset in a sense, you know, a little different than ours. And and uh, so that was good. And then, and then I went down to uh, the cathedral. And the cathedral is... <laughs> Is an interesting parish. It's different than, than a neighborhood parish. Certainly different than St. Jude here, or or even St. Elizabeth Seton, which was a suburban parish. At the cathedral, most of our parishioners don't live close to the cathedral at all, and twenty uh, percent of our parishioners lived outside of Allen County. Even 
Hmm. So they came in from outside of Allen County to come to their to yeah. church. Some of them had been there like two or three generations, and just the cathedral was their home. So that was it. Was really neat to kind of get into that whole environment where, and and the liturgy is a little bit uh, more um, traditional, mm-hmm. formal, more organ music and things like yeah. that than it would be in a parish setting. And so it was. Uh, it was a whole different experience, and I really enjoy that. And again, I love the liturgy, getting the people together and working at that. In addition to being pastor, I was also vicar general of the diocese, which means I'm vicar for general affairs of the diocese. Mm-hmm. Um, vicar meaning assistant to the bishop. So um, in the corporation model, um, bishop is the president of the corporation. I was the vice president. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the chief financial officer, Joe Ryan, was the secretary treasurer of the corporation. Sure, so that sure. was kind of how, the, if you look at an organizational model. Yeah. So um, a lot of, uh, I was kind of the liaison between priests and bishops sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a lot of priests would go directly to the bishop. That's fine too. But sometimes they'd ask me to ask the bishop about something. Many times people in the parishes would have questions or priests would have canonical questions that they would ask me about things. Oftentimes I would consult with one of our canon lawyers in the diocese. I think anybody, anytime anybody had a problem in their parish and, and they felt like the pastor wasn't responsive, they would call mm-hmm. my office. <laughs> and uh, so we had a lot of a lot of different calls, a lot of different uh, situations. I said it's always... Uh, in fact, Mary, my secretary, I would always say, well, I said, there's another one. They're trying to stump the vicar general of the diocese by asking this question. It's totally off, you know, something totally you never had before, you know, trying to figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a challenging job, and it was very interesting, and, and it, it called for a lot of creativity, which was good. I enjoyed that. Sure. Yeah. And, and I was privileged to work with um, – Bishop Darcy for for ten years, and then Bishop Rhodes for eight years. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because when Bishop Rhodes came, I always fe- I figured, okay, well, you get a new bishop here, you know, within a year, he'll figure things out, and he'll get another priest in here, and I'll be on my way, you know. Uh-huh. Well, he, he never he never said anything about it. <laughs> so, did you want that to happen? After I'd been in close, to, well, seventeen years, I said to the bishop, I said, well, you know. I don't really want to spend the rest of my active priesthood in this position. I want to. I really. I became a priest to be a pastor of a mm-hmm. parish. Yeah. And I really want to get back into pastoral work with mm-hmm. push. And so, and he, um, so he acquiesced to my to my wish. And so, I it was almost eighteen years when I was at in the vicar general, which is a long time in that position. Yeah. Uh, nationwide, even uh, most vicar general vicars general don't stay in quite that long because <laughs> were you doing things like a uh, marriage prep and other things that a typical oh, sure. pastor would do sure for oh, okay. the cathedral yeah we do cathedral we had 20 25 weddings a year so it was mm-hmm. pretty good pretty good clip of things there um i didn't do a lot of baptismal prep i had a great staff at the cathedral which yeah. enables me to do things uh really well and I always had a couple priests with me too as well yeah so we had uh that really helped and so it was just a matter of kind of uh uh, supervising things and just uh, making sure everybody was on the right page and, and together, having staff meetings and things like that to make sure we're all together on what we're doing. But I had a great staff that did a great job in visiting the homebound and taking communion to the homebound, um, doing some of those other things that I really 
couldn't do uh, because of just time factors. Mm-hmm. So you didn't see going from vicar general to parish priest as being demoted or some kind of uh, punishment, but rather getting back to what you really yeah. got into the priesthood for in the first place. Exactly correct. Work. Exactly correct. Yeah. I didn't go kicking and screaming. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> no, that's for sure. <laughs> well, good. I, I have a bunch more questions. Maybe we, the next one will just be kind of a wrap up of a bunch of different things. But uh, for now, what do you think of the pistachio? Oh, yeah. That's good. Uh, gelato. I like it. Pistachio gelato. Pistachio gelato. Mm. It's very green. Yeah, it's very green. It's kind of... It seems more um, creamy. It's, it's got a little bit of the gelato sense to it, but I'd say I'd give it maybe a seven. Mm. <laughs> maybe just because of the flavor? Yeah. Maybe a different flavor of gelato you would have yeah. liked better. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit different gelato than I've, I'm used to, and then a different flavor of pistachio, too. It's a little bit, it's, it's kind of too rich for me, in a sense. Oh, okay. More rich than whatever. Well, I'm curious what you're going to think of the, the frozen yogurt. I just thought, just for a, throw in a wild card, let's... Let's mm-hmm. get some diversity here. So we had two ice creams, a gelato. We'll try it. Frozen yogurt. Got that to See look forward to. That. That's okay, right. That'd be great. <laughs> Coming up on a future Flavor of the Week with Monsignor Bob Schulte.